When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But Will Brinson joins us in 20 minutes. Eric Eager coming up next hour on the show. Rick Camp will join us in the Power Hour final hour. And also in the final hour, Power Hour, all of our bets for tonight. But right now, joining us on the show, Odyssey Sports NFL insider, the great Brian Baldinger, host of the Odyssey original podcast, The Best Football Show which I, I still think is like the best name ever for a podcast, a TV show, whatever. The best football show featuring daily breakdowns of the most important storylines across the league. Baldy, of course, on Twitter, where you get hashtag Baldy's breakdowns at Baldy NFL. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy week 14 in the NFL to you and yours. Likewise, uh, Nick, good to be with you guys. Ken, how are you doing? We're good, Baldy. Why don't we get a couple really big games? It feels like every week uh, for the last month or so, the NFL is kind of scheduled this where there's at least like one huge kind of like Titanic matchup between, you know, we had the Bills and Eagles. Basically, the Eagles have been involved in almost all of them, playing the Chiefs, playing the Bills, playing the Niners this, uh, last week. And they kind of end this really, really rough schedule stretch. They go to Seattle next week. But like this stretch with with a game at Dallas and Baldy on Sunday Night Football, the Cowboys more than a three-point favor right now, basically like a three-and-a-half-point home favorite. And I think a lot of people are going to see that ball. They're going to say, the Cowboys haven't really beaten anybody very good this year. Like, should they be favored by three-and-a-half in the game? It's also projected to be a very high-scoring game. The total's 52. Do you kind of agree with that, that if you had to pick the winner of the game, it's Cowboys maybe by more than a field goal? And do you think it'll be a high-scoring game? Mm, I I think the Cowboys are playing better football. Look, you can only play who you're playing on the schedule, but, you know, they just, you know, they, they wipe up. Those teams are putting up, you know, high 30s, 40 points a game right here. The quarterback's playing at a really good level. Uh, they went up and down the field on the Eagles a month ago. I think they can do the same thing. I think the Eagles' defense is really struggling. And I don't – signing Shaq Leonard or Kevin Byard, I don't think is the fix. Um, I just think structurally, you know, at linebacker, they put no resources into the linebackers, and it's, it's showing. And so um, – I think Cowboys are going to have their way offensively. It's just a question of whether the Eagles can match it. And I think they, they, they're just sort of out of sync. They haven't figured out the run game all year long. They haven't figured it out. And until they do, I think that's the best method right now is to pound the Cowboys in the run game, but yet they seem uncommitted to it. I like the Cowboys in this game. I, I do think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, but I, I think the Cowboys are just playing much better football right now. I just have a hunch, and like Baldy, maybe we'll, you and I will talk about this tomorrow on In the Huddle. Maybe the Eagles dust off Rashad Penny in this game uh, to try and get the run game cooking. Or maybe he'll be inactive and like and won't play in the game, which is what happened last time. I thought, I was gonna, I thought that was going to happen, to be fair. Uh, let's go to the game, Baldy. You'll be on the call of this week, and let's, uh, let's pay off the highlight we played coming back from break with the Niners and the Seahawks. Uh, San Francisco coming off the obliteration of Philadelphia, like rated as the best team in the league. A 10.5-point home favorite against Seattle, a team that they creamed, obviously, on the road um, on Thanksgiving. San Fran favored by 10.5. Total four. Forty-six and a half expectations here for San Fran and Seattle. Mm, I like the way San Francisco's playing. I think everybody does. I don't think just because uh, they just wiped up Philadelphia in the East Coast that there's going to be a letdown. Um, I think Seattle played much, much better last week. They've got 10 days to get ready. they got the passing game in order. 
But I like I just love the secondary of the 49ers right now. They're really mixing up their coverages. Uh, they stifled the Eagles receivers in, in, in big parts of the game last week, whether it was a man coverage or whether they went zone. Um, and the longer the quarterback has to hold the ball, it's more time for Nick Bosa and, uh, you know, Javon Hargrave and Eric Armstead to get home. So, uh, and the linebackers are as good a duo as there is in football. I mean, I just love the way the 49ers are playing on that side of the ball. And I just don't think Seattle defensively has been good all year. And so I don't see them slowing Brock Purdy or this offense down at all. Baldy, we, we talked about this in the first hour of the show. We were just saying like, hey, like down the road, playing out the NFC and the AFC playoff matchups. And I was saying like in the NFC, we've kind of like the Niners are the favorite, obviously, to win the NFC more than even money. So you still get like plus 150, plus 160 on them to win the NFC. Like we've seen all the matchups already. Like they, they played Dallas. We saw what happened. They played Philly. We saw what happened. They played Seattle on Thanksgiving. We saw what happened. Like we we've seen these matchups. I I kind of like go into the playoffs with the sense, Baldy, that like I I'll just speak for myself. I would be very surprised if the Niners did not at least win the conference. Maybe they don't win the Super Bowl, but at least not win the conference. Like having seen the games, and you probably watched the film of all those games. Do you get that same feeling? Like, could you see a team go to San Francisco and beat them the way they're playing right now? No, no. I mean, if they get the number one seed, I think you can anoint them. Um, I talked to Fred Warner before the Tampa game, and this was after the three-game losing streak and, and the bye not winning a game, you know, over the course of a month. And he thought um, it was fixed. Like, they got that behind them. And this is exactly what the Rams did two years ago. They lost three in a row. They had a bye week. They didn't win a game in a month. And then they came back, and they just – they rolled. And all the way to the Super Bowl. And I, I kind of feel like San Francisco's on that same track right now. And then you just get a sense of being around that team that – there's no other team like them. Like, there's no, but, there's no other team in this thing, including the Eagles or the Cowboys, that have as much star power as the 49ers do everywhere you look, whether it's McCaffrey or whether it's the quarterback or Debo or Bosa or Warner. There's just star – I mean, even Juice at fullback. Like, there's guys – Trent Williams, they've got more stars and the highest-paid players at key positions of any team in this league right now, and they're all working together. I feel like they're the best team and they know they're the best team. And there's just a question of just going out there and executing right now. You better, you bet. Here with Nick and Ken on a Wednesday, talking week 14 in the National Football League with our good friend, Odyssey Sports NFL insider, the great Brian Baldinger. He is on Twitter at Baldy NFL. Uh, all right, so having a conversation about best team in the league, like very interesting, right? San Francisco rated as it right now. Um, I think some people maybe still holding out hope that Kansas City might be there at the end, Baldy. Maybe a Super Bowl rematch against San Francisco when it's all said and done for a number of years ago. Or maybe this is the game, Baldy, that the Buffalo Bills get back on track and maybe start like their trek towards the postseason. Uh, basically pick the winner of the game, Baldy, Sunday in Arrowhead. Kansas City, a really small favorite at home. The total is 48.5. Bills are coming off their bye. Chiefs off the loss in Lambeau Field. And by the way, great call by you when we talked last week about the Packers' defense kind of slowing down the Chiefs' offense. You were way right on that. Uh, who do you think wins on Sunday, Baldy? The Bills or the Chiefs in Kansas City? Well, the Bills have gone there in the regular season one. So it's not like Josh Allen hasn't gone into Arrowhead and won the game. They've done it. I, I, I think they played really well against Philadelphia in a lot of ways. Kansas City is certainly struggling on offense right now. I don't think those struggles are going to stop. Um, I think they're going to continue. And then it's a question right now of just how dominant is Josh Allen going to be? Because as good as Kansas City's defense can be, you saw what 
the elite play of Jordan Love did last week to the defense. You know, like they still were able to get their throws into the end zone. And I feel like Josh Allen could do the same thing. I, I think this is Buffalo's Waterloo right here. This is it. And I think they're going to get the best effort. And I just I, – Kansas City's been treading water offensively. Everybody's trying to figure out what it is. I mean, maybe if they go to a, a power run game, like I would suggest, like that could probably help some of their ails on offense. Uh, but generally that's not what Andy Reid wants to do. I, I like the Bills in this game to win it. Baldy, we <laughs> kind of gone through like the really, really, really good games. I, I actually want to ask you about Texans Jets, just because you know, obviously, like we've been following the betting market for this game. So Robert Sala says that Zach Wilson's going to be the starter again. That Wilson's going to be the starter for the rest of the season, unless he gets hurt, obviously. And the betting market, Baldy, responds to that by betting the Jets by thinking that they are more likely to win the game with Zach Wilson starting at quarterback. So the Texans were almost a touchdown favorite on the road on Sunday. Now they are just a four point favorite. So like obviously a lot more. Work working margin there if you want to bet the Texans now to win and cover. How do you see that game playing out now with Wilson as the quarterback? Do you think that matters? The betting market kind of moved in a way that they that the betting market thought it did matter. I do think it matters, Ken. I mean, Tim Boyle doesn't, you know, he's not an NFL quarterback. And it just took two and a half games for everybody to realize that, I guess. But you just have to watch him play. Like, you would never take that guy to the state fair to get the biggest teddy bear. He's never knocking the milk cartons down. Like, he, he can't do that. Um, Zach, Zach gives them a better chance to win the game. I think defensively they played great against Atlanta last week. I was just up there all morning. I, I just think, like, the defense, as much as it's hard to win games if your offense doesn't score touchdowns and they've scored, you know, 12 touch, I don't know, 10 touchdowns in 12 games or something, it's awful. I, I feel like the defense can, can definitely rattle C.J. Stroud in this game. They're without Tank Dell. I think Sauce Gardner on Nico Collins can can sort of neutralize that. I like the Jets to win this game. Like, I don't know why, but I do. I mean, the Jets fans, it's that homeless. It's like every single Jet game is at home. Like, I don't know how the schedule came this way, but the Jet fans deserve one win this year at home. Like, they just do. Like, I just feel like I, that's a dumb analysis, but I, I feel like the Jets are going to win this game. Well, I mean – they, they did beat the Bills in week one at home. Also, Aaron Rodgers was lost for the season in that game. But to, to be fair, I also kind of like, I think the Jets might cover the spread in this game. We'll see how how far this goes down, and maybe we'll have a conversation about it. Uh, Baldy, very fascinated to get your take on what Jake Browning's going to be both this week and the rest of the season for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Ken and I said on the show yesterday, like, if if you, like, like blocked out the number and the name on the back and the face, you would have thought that was Joe Burrow playing on Monday night against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Browning was sensational in that game. And now they entertain Gardner Minshew in the 7-5 and five Colts. Like, this is a high-leverage game for, like, the bottom of the AFC, like, playoff picture right now. Basically pick the winner of the game. Optimism that the weather is not going to be too bad. The, the total's been bet, bet back up to 44 from 40 yesterday. Uh, Baldy, who do you think wins on Sunday? Jake Browning and the Bengals? Gardner Minshew and the Colts? Well, I agree with you, what you said about Jake Browning, because I'm with you. I mean, we all watched it, and I don't think it was a fluke, but I don't think he's going to duplicate that either. I think the Colts, um, their pass rush is going to make things very difficult. I think they've got maybe as good, if not the best pass rush in the league right now. And I think it's, it's really going to affect how Jake Browning plays this game. And then I just like the way Gardner Minshew is playing. I like, I like the Colts have won four in a row. It's a good test. Um, since I mean, they both need the, the, the win to stay in the playoff picture. 
But I, I like the way the Colts are playing. And that was a good win in overtime against Tennessee, against a good front. But if you watch the Colts' pass rush, Abukam and Quiddy Pay and DeForest Buckner, and they've been drafting these guys at the high end of the draft for a long time, and they're getting home, and they're affecting these games right now. And I think they'll affect the game. I like the way the Colts are playing. I'll take the Colts in this. I, if, if Jake Browning duplicates what we all watched this past weekend, then – then the Bengals will win the game. I, I just think it's going to be hard to duplicate what we just saw. Baldy, a, a couple minutes left. We have kind of like another, I don't know if that's like an elimination game in the AFC playoffs, but you feel like the loser of that game, definitely behind the eight ball, maybe doesn't have a chance to get one of those wild card spots. Feels like Broncos Chargers is absolutely an eliminate. Maybe both teams are already eliminated. Maybe they're not going to get playoff spots. Certainly the Chargers have a pretty poor record, but these teams play twice in the next few weeks. There is an opportunity here, at least, for the Chargers off their 6 nothing win against the Patriots to get back into things. The Chargers are about a two and a half, three point favorite at home against Denver, so a little bit more than pick the winner of the game. Total 44. Four. I, did you see anything in that Chargers six nothing win that makes you think like there's a comeback brewing here or anything? Maybe in about a minute, Baldy, please. I think if the Broncos put Patrick Sertan on Keenan Allen, which I would do, and he wants to do it. I know, I know, Patrick. I know he wants it. It's not they don't typically do that, but if they want to put Patrick on him like they've done on Devontae Adams before, and you limit Keenan Allen in that offense there's really very few other options for Justin Herbert to, to throw it. And they're just so fundamentally unsound defensively that even the Patriots couldn't take advantage of it. And so I feel like Denver's just a better coach team. They had plenty of chances to win that game last week against Houston. It came up short, but the ball's bouncing on the ground and three Broncos can't fall on it before the, you know, before the Texans recover it. Like I, I feel like the Broncos let one slip away, but I still think they're a better coach team, and I think they're a playoff team. So I, I feel like the Broncos are going to win this game. They're going to beat them again the second time, um, and their their schedule is fairly soft. I like the Broncos to win it. That that was maybe the most tilting play of the entire weekend was the one that Baldy just described from two people that yeah. bet the Broncos and Ken and myself and like have like postseason um, bets on the Broncos. Baldy, can you just like in like 20 seconds here, you said something really interesting that you think the Colts might have like maybe the best or certainly one of the best pass rushers in the league. My thought is like if that's true, I think Indy's going to win this game by like 10 points. Like do you like do you really think and I'm not saying like you would obviously not like you know, mislead us or anything in like 10 seconds here. Like do the Colts actually have like a top five pass rush because I don't think people think of the defense in that way in like 10 seconds please well they're second I mean right now they're second in sacks in the league to Baltimore you know and you, you look what they did to Tennessee and Will Levis they, they sacked them six times they hit them ten times like they affected the game and not just sacks Nick I mean they're sacking and getting the ball out of the quarterback's hands like they're really talented inside and outside so yes I do think they're that good up front I got to tell you, I, I'm going to bet Indy then for sure in this game against Cincinnati. Uh, Baldy, that was awesome, man. We love having you on the show. I'll talk to you tomorrow and in the huddle. Stay well, safe travels, have a great call of the game. Enjoy, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay, you bet. Talk to you guys. See ya. Oh, you bet or you bet. Check out Baldy mm-hmm. on the best football show at Baldy NFL on Twitter. Coming up next, Will Brinson from CBS Sports gives us his bets for Week 14.